Back at it again like we never left. This is the Chop Up Reloaded. And on this episode of the Chop Up, we start with the social chop and look at rape culture. For every person that stands up and says me too, there's a Mr. Me Too behind that violence. So we take a look at the way that rape culture shapes our responses to it and what we need to be doing to be a part of the solution. Then we jump into the entertainment chopping. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Your time might be up. We question whether or not we can ever redeem or validate anything this man says when he's been so alienating the black people. And then lastly, we jump into the political chop. And my question is very simple. It's election season. What we doing? You voting or not? We answer a lot of those questions, but that's not it. You know we keep it going with the music because Kiana May comes through with a vibey track at the beginning of the show. We round it out with some rock from Midwest to Press. Stay tuned. You know what it is. Show starts now. It's the chop up. This is the chop up, this is the chop up, this is the chop up and no one can do it lava. My name is Cam G, the coolest, allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the west coast but still gon' keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free. The chop up should come off organically cause on the mic, on the phone, we gon' have these conversations anyway. And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media and you can chop up any day cause you can stream us in any place and Say I was Cam G the coolest Had to reel you in if you never knew us Straight from Dallas, Texas making OG maneuvers And this is a recording where no one can do it lava This is the chop up This is the chop up You already know what it is This is the chop up reloaded uh, It's your girl Toya G coming right back at you You know I miss y'all a whole lot The chop up is done a whole lot of growing and transforming But we are back at it again with a great show That covers everything from entertainment To your social news To your political talk To relationship conversations Everything across the board uh, I already told you who I am You know the other host of this show is Cam G But Cam G will not be on the show today It's all good though Because he's definitely going to be coming back to chill with us And I say us because I have a couple new co-hosts. That's right. A couple new people to share the mic with a little bit, get in here and have a little conversation. I want to introduce y'all real quick. Yeah. First of all, we got uh, my man's coming straight to you from the political plug or as the political plug. Yep, yep, Representing yep. on uh, what, what Instagram, I, all platforms as uh, the political plug. The political plug. Just put an at sign in front of that. This your boy Dominique yes. coming through real quick. Uh, to share the mic and talk about some things a little bit. And then, of course, we have our own uh, academic... What is it? The, you feel me? The, the, the street the academic. Street, like, and not the just any old academic. academic but, the you street. Know, you can find me on everything as Consciously. The Consciously. You know, at Consciously. Shout out to my man George coming through. Definitely sharing his voice and perspective a little bit with us uh, on a chop up. And uh, this is how it's going to be going down. So definitely happy to have you all back. Happy uh, to share ourselves with you uh, on these episodes. It's not just us talking, though. You know we mix it up a little bit. We give everybody some time to shine on the chop up. So if you have music, mm-hmm. right? If you got some bars, you got some singing, you doing some pop, some hip-hop, some acoustic, you play um, an instrument, you making some beats, it does not matter. If you want your voice to be heard on the show, you can actually share the mic with us, too. It's very simple. What they, what, what they got to do, y'all? Tell them what to do. Tell them what to do. Yeah, so tell your homeboy that somebody want to hear his shit. <laughs> you feel me? Even if it ain't you. Send it. Send in your music. What's the... What's the George Lee, where, you, where they got to send it at, George? They send it at chopup at gmail.com. I'm going to go ahead and fix that. It's the chop up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chop up email at gmail.com. The yeah. chop up email at gmail. The chop up 
email at gmail.com. Tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your homies who are always sharing their links uh, all through your timeline. And you yeah. skipping over it, stop skipping over it. Tell them, hey. Put your, put your mares on. Put your we, got, we, on. we got something. We got somebody who wants tell to hear what you got going. Make sure, make sure it's chopped up and not slapped up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, it got to slap. You know what I'm saying? It got to it gotta do something to you. It got to make you groove a little bit. It got to make you feel good. Whatever your lane is, I'm, we, we respecting all of that. Because, you know, surprises come in all types of packages. We're just trying to put you on to listen to you. Just make sure. Uh, George Lee, what, what you say it got to be? got to be chopped up. Right. Not slapped Period. Point blank. That's so all we saying about it. <laughs> it's real. It's real. So I, I want to go ahead and jump into it. We got a whole lot of stuff to talk about on the show. I think it's time for the social chop. George, talk to us. Yeah. So you know, lately, if you, if you happen to have your, your, your ears out, you know what I'm saying. There has been a whole bunch of you know sexual allegations about different you know sexual violence, sexual assault. You feel me? Rape. You know what I'm saying? From the hood all the way to Capitol Hill. From R. Kelly all the way to, you know what I'm saying, people in Supreme Court. You know what I'm the saying? president. From Bill Cosby all the way to, you know, president of the U.S. of A. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Trump the pussy grabber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, the first question I really have, though, because there's been a lot of mixed reviews in terms of, you know, uh, Bill Cosby's conviction and him being the first person to be convicted with kind of the, the, the uh, popularity and the kind of movement and veracity. I don't know if that's a word or not. Veracity. The, the, the veracity. The veracity, yeah. <laughs> you know yes, yes. Of, you know, the Me Too movement. Yeah. And being able to, you know, kind of catch a little wave in terms of being able to, you know, call people out, call me particularly out of, 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 of that, that's in power, making where they kind of see some type of consequence. And Bill Cosby just happened to be a black man in power. You know what I'm saying? That he is one the first person to follow. My question is, does the conviction of Bill Cosby for sexual assault also justify compensation for racial injustice? You know what I'm saying? Well, what's y'all take on it? Chop it up. No, not, bro. Not not at all. It's uh it's it's not what it is. I mean, just cause it's two separate conversations, you feel me? It's as simple as this. We told, as people of color, from the get-go, you know what I'm saying? They watching us. Definitely. They on our ass. Definitely. You feel me? So, when we move through life, especially when we become public figures, we need to make sure that we limit their ability, you know what I'm saying, to use the powers that be to destroy us, our legacy, whatever. So, when you put yourself in them situations like Bill Cosby, for example, where he admitting, you know what I'm saying? Like, when somebody admitted, you feel me? Like, when he's like, I admittedly gave women drugs, you feel me? Yeah. It, it, the whole racial conversation, it ain't no conspiracy. I think one of the most effective parts of the Me Too movement is that they have made sure not to particularize <laughs> the type of people they're going after, right? So, like, it's touched, like you said, I think that elaborate touching of everybody, no matter whether you represent the hood or represent the, the White House, you have the possibility of being targeted in this movement, speaks to the fact that I think these issues are separate. It's very clear that violence against women and violence in the sexual nature is just not, not tolerable. Right, we saw Harvey Weinstein go down at the same time that we saw Russell Simmons really start to get caught in the speculation. So it was no respecter of person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bill Cosby ain't no different from anybody else. Um, in terms of how things play out and go down. And so it's all just this uh, chickens coming to roost 
calls into questions of masculinity and dominance and power and what that looks like in different industries. And I think that's, you know, what we would say in debate. And, you know, I use some, some pretty language, the pervasiveness of this type of violence and the pervasiveness of this type of power, which simply is a fancy word to say it starts to transcend and move through and coat all different types of areas. That's how nasty and gritty and deeply rooted it is to have a culture where men feel like they can take their power and use it to manipulate um, the way that women do what they do and, you know, advance and exist and just be. Yeah, most definitely. So before I answer my question, before I answer this quiz question, I say kind of jumping off of, like, I guess what they say, piggybacking off of Toya, you know? Yeah. Chickens coming home to roost. Yeah. What I find the most funny about this whole conversation dealing with racial injustice and old Bill, Pill, Pill, Bill Cosby, you know what I'm saying, is that most of the niggas that's kind of going to war for Bill Cosby is niggas that Bill Cosby has always, already, or for a long time ago, already yeah. threw up under the bus yeah. and said he didn't give a damn about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the fact that all these black people having all this energy you know what I'm saying? I only, you know what I'm saying? You know, Bill Cosby, so I'm just Bill Cosby right now. Having all this conversation, having all this energy for fighting for Bill Cosby and feeling for Bill Cosby. And it's like he had a, he had a whole speeches and movements where he was chastising black folks. You know what I'm saying? Particularly niggas. You know what I'm saying? By making distinctions between African Americans, black people, and niggas. You but, know what I'm saying? Hey, it's but like, it's, it's, it's like I, I feel you, but at the same time, the, it, it's more so. What did you know? What did they mean to us? You feel me? It's more so like what was that's the, my, so like yeah, older that's, that's, older. That's my point. I was getting to that, and the point is that people got the mixed up Bill Cosby with Cliff Huxtable, and it's like people have already said it before, right? Man, people, man, you 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 infatuated with Cliff Huxtable, and that's not Bill Cosby. Right. But I think it's to the, it's, to, it's it's to the point where when we're talking about rape culture, it's literally being able to normalize sexual violence in a way where it's like, man, that was 35 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Why, why she ain't say anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, all those are symptoms of rape culture where it's like blaming the victim. You feel me? Or, you know what I'm saying, where it's like, well, you know that that type of blaming the victim it happened with white folks and Mexicans and Democrats and Republicans and in hip-hop in Hollywood. So it's like what Toya was saying. It's like, they ain't been really... You know what I'm saying? Picking and choosing and being too choosy about who they go after, who they want to hold accountable for, you know what I'm saying, being sexual predators, basically. You know? But to answer my question, I feel like, hey, I obviously agree with y'all. I feel like we can let this conversation in terms of Bill, Bill Cosby go, but I think that we can't have an intersectional conversation, though, about how, like, sexual violence also have racial implications in historically has had kind of a disproportionate in terms of the victimizer or the, the abuser or the person that's always already kind of seen as a potential abuser in terms of being a rapist, like being black men. I mean, you see... That, that means that we can't hold black men accountable for when they do or when they are, you know what I'm saying, sexual predators. And I think that it, I'm trying to be nuanced in how I, in how I talk about it. So it's like, it doesn't mean that the history of niggas being you know what I'm saying, overprofile for being rapists, you know what I'm saying, or white women or something like that, don't mean that it's always a conspiracy, you feel me? Like, Bill Cosby went about to buy on NBC, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> went about to buy Universal. <laughs> like, that, that, that yeah, I, th- all right, but this is, this is the issue, though. When we try to make it into these intersectional conversations, intra-racial conversations, you feel me? When we get caught up in too much nuance, 
then it distracts from the... It, it, it gives too much leeway to too many other conversations when it's a simple answer to this. It's no. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, right? Like, that's the... Man, like, stop playing. Like, all of this thing, all of these things is cool, you feel me? But at the end of the day, you just say... It's just like with, with white people. At the end of the day, if you support Donald Trump, you're saying you okay with a little bit of racism, right? If you support Bill Cosby, if you support R. Kelly, you like, eh, rape culture don't bother me that much. Yeah. You, it's something you can look past. You yeah. feel me? I agree with that. So it's like, you know, it, when, when we talking, to, when we talking to our people, like when we talking to niggas, it need to be straight up, like, no, stop. No. I, I also think that you know one of the things that's missing from, uh, and it's a word that we always use and throw around because it's important, is like nuance. Like niggas can walk and chew gum at the same time, and I think niggas have to be start start putting themselves in a position when they look at certain issues that multiple things can be true at one time. Right, like you got to be willing to stretch your imagination to abide in some of that gray area. We have a young man, and I don't remember necessarily where this is, but a young black boy who's in a grocery store with a white woman, and his backpack brushed up against her ass, and she was like, "Oh, you sexually abused me, you assaulted me," and called the police on him. him and and his it little... just so happened to be on video. And it just so happened to be on video. He did no such thing. His backpack literally did graze up against her. He never touched her. wasn't even facing her. And, you know, I think I saw a report today that's like, he, they was like, is, are, are, do, you, do you accept her apology? Do you, are you, he's like, no. I don't forgive her. I don't. And so, like, when you have such an embedded, you know, socialized, racialized, and sexualized relationship with black men, it does make it tempting to kind of want to pull back a little bit more and give niggas the benefit of the doubt. And that's yeah. why I feel it, because, like, we know niggas get targeted. Like, that's the truth. That is so, true. So. But that is true. But let me let me finish. But it's the second truth. Like the second truth of the matter is, men abuse power and men create sexual violence against women. And most of the time, when it happens, it's not a stranger. It's not Joe Schmo from down the street. It's not some nigga you don't know. It's a nigga already in your circle. And that is the also the ultimate truth about that. So two things can be true at the same time. He knew them women. He was Bill Cosby was just yanking bitches out of alleys or pulling bitches out of the crowd at a comedy show. Mm-hmm. I didn't say the word. So I'm gonna pull people out of the <laughs> uh, out of the audience at the comedy show and just take them to the crib. It was people he had built well, relationships well, with. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, my bad. You know what I'm saying? I just want to like that's the two truths we have to be able to abide in in order to you know the, with the sophistication to navigate these conversations because it's not always cut and dry. It's not yes or no all the time. Yeah. It is. And that's the, that's the reason why I was trying to be nuanced where it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Niggas do, you know what I'm saying? Disproportionately, you know what I mean? Get, you know, uh, accused of rape or accused of sexual violence. Right. But it don't mean that niggas don't be, you know what I'm saying, guilty of sexual violence or being predators or rape. You know what I'm saying? Just like it's women. Just like that, like, both can be true. Women have used retali- retaliation as a yeah. way to falsely accuse people. It's yeah. not completely especially out of the black, question. Especially right. black men. Right? But, like, but, 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 and, 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 but also, though, also, though, it's like niggas come on. You feel me? Bill, Cos- like, Bill Cosby and Quaaludes ain't got nothing to do with racism. Matter of fact, it was white women he was doing it with. So I don't even know why we end up we defending that. Exactly. You feel me? Like Bill Cosby. And, and too, though, you feel me? The point that I want, you know what I'm saying? In addition to that, I got a little shameless plug. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got the Street Academics episode. You know, that's 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 one of my things that I do. Street Academics, you know, it's kind of uh, a TV show. When I'm TV show, a social media uh, episode videos where I touch on different topics and kind of put an academic twist to it. This next video I have about black women, entitled Black Women, 
do we love them or just what they can do for us. It made me think of this Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby conversation and how when people even try to evoke race into it, it's usually only about the racial violence that Bill Cosby has faced. It's nothing about the violence that Bill Cosby has enacted on to black women. Thanks. Because it was like 60 people, 60 women, you feel me, that accused Bill Cosby. All of them wasn't white women, you feel me? And, and so I don't care about your, you feel me, uh, bullshit, body claiming, body shaming, uh, uh, memes about, you know what I'm saying, showing me Felicia Rashad being fine and sexy, saying that Bill Cosby ain't trying to rape her, I don't care, I don't care if he ain't trying to rape nobody else. It's like, nope, that's not usually how it works. Usually these type of men go after women that people would not want to believe. Exactly. So they tend to, you know what I'm saying, go after women that, you know what I'm saying, and, probably less desirable in many instances because it's like going shit. When you say I raped you, I want to be able to say, hell, no, nah, you ugly. But no, nah, I ain't raped punishing you. We ain't finding you. So it's just like that. <laughs> that's literally how that power, that's how rape culture works. Exactly. I mean, and also, let's talk about rape culture and who it affects and how it obliterates every other part of your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because you have what? I think her name is Camille Cosby, a wife. Yeah. who then you married to, who then also has to bear the brunt of the embarrassment, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, especially when we think about the sympathy that everybody's trying to drum up for Brett Kavanaugh and his family and his wife and what they've had to go through. You, you, when you are a part of these accusations, you know what I'm saying? Your family gets obliterated and now you have to figure out a way to sustain a livelihood, a relationship, a family of substance in the wake of men being men. What? And predators being predators, you know what I'm saying? And I, I think that's a better articulation of it because I'm not trying to just kind of castigate men as, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that that it's the the pattern is there. Man, predators that's, are that's, men. That's, that's that's how you feel me. That's how sexism works, though. Yeah, you know predators that's are men. How sexism works most of the time. Because then I feel like to I guess to to start to start capping this off the in the big picture, you know what I'm saying. Niggas want equality and niggas recognizing that white folks get away with certain stuff, you feel me? Don't mean that we point out that because these white men getting away with being sexual predators, this means this these black men should be with sexual predators. Right. So until these white men go to jail, these niggas should be should be free too. Like that's 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 not what we're doing, you feel me? And, and how I see it, you know what I'm saying? You got some people that want the crown of the king, and you want some people that want the head of the king. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, better, better. I'm going mm-hmm. to say it different, you feel me? You got some people, you feel me, that want to, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, take down the plantation, and you got some people that just want to be in the head of the plantation. You feel me? Some say they just want to be in the head of the plantation. And it's like, what what, what do people want? Do y'all just want to have the same power as white men? Yes. Do what the hell they want to do with no consequence? Yes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like I agree, Damo. Like this, I really think that's what people want. They don't want really. And, and, and too, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't stuck on no facade of myth about no equality. You feel me? So that's not what I'm pushing for. You know what I'm saying? But being on some straight up, it's like, hey, we want to get rid of this type of, you know what I'm saying, white supremacist power that white folks get away with. We don't want to be able to adopt it and integrate it into how we move and how we move the world. You feel me? Like we ain't trying to be lost in the sauce and white supremacy so much that we feel like. <laughs> Nah, I mean, listen, let it go, bro. You just gotta tell niggas, let it go. Just stop. Bill Cosby gone. He gone. Yeah. And quit acting like 
just because, you know what I'm saying, prison is a place where niggas go a little bit too often or too disproportionately that it's not niggas who need to be handled by the law. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The law is the, and the way that it is performed and executed in this country is terrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's disproportionately violent toward niggas. However, uh, law systems existed before this one. Like, nigga, yeah. in Africa, when you do stuff in certain... You know what yeah. I'm saying? That violate, like the, nobody our, our people let, had... Nobody was just letting people just do shit. Our like people that. were the, 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 the developers and archetypes of civilizations and organizing people and structure and governments and systems and stuff like that. And I guarantee you, you do something reckless out there, your ass is going to jail. So... Don't be so surprised. If we can prove it and you did it, my G, like, that's a different conversation than I didn't do it, I'm being targeted, I'm being innocently kind of accused and I didn't do anything wrong. No, you you, you did that. Yeah. And, you know, I think what's being under-discussed is how often it happens. So many people have come up and come out with a, this happened to me, two stories. And, and, and what's crazy about so that... So, it's not a, an anomaly. What's crazy about that is, like, what you're saying... It happens too often, yeah. right? But all we seem to focus on is the spectacular exactly. big names. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's actually what I say is that that is what's gonna cause like that narrative, that national narrative, that TV, that movie uh, or uh, uh, cable news narrative. That's gonna be the that, that's gonna be the uh, the problem with me too because we keep we focusing on the big names like the Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. the Bill Cosby's. The niggas is doing it every day. These motherfuckers' uncles, these motherfuckers' pastors. <laughs> it's the people that it's the people that y'all not worried about that that you not gonna believe. You know what I'm saying? No. So we need to make sure that we like the the, the idea of the Me Too isn't that oh it's it, people with power is abusing it. It's like nah, it's happening way more than you think, and we need to yeah. we need to recognize the way it's being normalized. You feel me? It has yeah, been I not even like, being like normalized. It's definitely um like the point that. The purpose of this social chop right here is just to raise awareness about rape culture. Yeah. I know at this point we can do the word around you feel me, 50 million times, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to read a little definition of it and then give y'all my, you know what I'm saying, take on what I, you know, uh, uh, in, in my own words, kind of wrap up what I think rap culture, rape sure. culture is. But rape culture is an environment in which rape is prevalent, in which sexual violence is normalized and is, and is excused in the media and popular culture. Rape culture is perpetuated through the use of misogynistic language and objectification of women's bodies and the glamorization of sexual violence, thereby creating a society that disregards women's rights and safety. You feel me? That I feel like all, all they just say, you know what I'm saying, is rape culture is basically the way that we're able to just uh, use metaphors, analogies, mm-hmm. uh, similes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, different uh, different ways to insult, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, each other niggas or, you know what I'm saying, men, period, you feel me? And saying, like, you know, uh, boys will be boys or mm-hmm. shit, I'm finna rape this nigga in terms of I'm finna beat him in basketball, I'm finna mm-hmm. beat him up or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, uh, she asking for it if you feel me, she feel like she got she got her ass hanging out or she got, you know what I'm saying, her breasts is showing or, you know what I'm saying, like all these or different ways of being able to identify you know, not only how rape culture, you know what I'm saying, is kind of defined, but kind of how also rape culture operates, which is important in terms of raising awareness 
full rape culture. That's the whole point. You feel me? Having this conversation is to make it where we trying to give people a language and being able to not only you know uh, talk about their issues in terms of sexual violence and just sexual politics. Period. But also, you know, what I'm saying being able to try to help somebody else out and being being able to speak their truth. That way, that way, and that way. Imagine a world where niggas stop defending and being apologists for nonsense and have a language and a vocabulary to talk about the stuff that's happening around them. Like, it's common. And even though it don't matter, just the fact that it's another person or another woman, you know, is, is should be enough. But this y'all mamas, y'all sisters, y'all cousins, y'all, you know, your best friends, your homegirls, it might be your woman. You know, she might be too scared to tell you what's happening at her job. Um, so, listen, it's time to talk about it. Period, point blank. And I think George Lee gave you a, a great definition uh, to start the run with. Catch him on Consciously. At Consciously. That's on all platforms. At Consciously. Definitely drop him on. Uh, no, that's, that's At Consciously on Instagram. Yeah. And at D Consciously on Facebook and Twitter. Gotcha. D Consciously on Facebook and Twitter. Just Consciously on Instagram. And that's Conscious. C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S. L-E-E. That's it right there. L-E-E. All right, we're about to go ahead and slide in some, some jams real quick. One time for the black. We're going to keep this show going because we got plenty more things to talk about. Uh, one of these days, we're going to feature George on that thing. We're just going to let him go. Uh, he got he got bars and vocals, y'all. We ain't, we're not ready for that. I don't think the audience is prepared for what he got going on. We're just going to talk for right now. But when I turn him loose on y'all, y'all just appreciate that, all right? Listen, we're going to play some slaps. We'll be right back. You know what it is. It's the shop up. <laughs> Coming up first on the chop up is an artist by the name of Kiana May, and the name of her song is Selfish. Representing Southern California, Kiana's style can be described as R&B, a little bit of soul, a little bit of hip-hop, and I guarantee she's going to draw you in with that voice. If you want to hear more music from Kiana, check her out on SoundCloud, Snapchat, and Instagram at, at Kiana May, K-I-A-N-A-M-A-Y-E, or on Twitter and Facebook at Kiana May Music. Again, this is Kiana May with Selfish. God damn, I'm icy. Jack Frost, I'm icy. I'm so cold. Blizzard with the authenticity. Ain't got shit to fix. I'm perfect as is. Perfect failures, perfect imperfections. I'm magnificent. I got my full attention. It's time that I'm selfish It's time that I'm selfish So selfish that all I feel is love So selfish that all I am's enough It's time that I'm selfish It's time that I'm selfish So selfish I live my life for me And I only care about what I think God damn, I'm fire. fire My soul is lit, no lighter Enlightened shit, I burn brighter Every day I float higher I do whatever I want Every day's my birthday Whatever brings joy Every day's a holiday Whatever is fun Whatever makes me happy Fuck what anyone thinks Yeah, every day I'm Kanye 
Some of my I favorite. Mean, at this point, it's kind of yeah. Go ahead. No, nah, well, no. Nah, some of my favorite. You feel me? Please. Some of my favorite. The man is saying that um, Democrats mm-hmm. are uh, removing black fathers from the home, from black homes. That's what they do. You feel me? That's that one. Um, what have y'all heard? I mean, I think the most preposterous thing thus far is that this MAGA hat. Right, the same MAGA hat, Make America Great Again hat that he wore with a Colin Kaepernick sweatshirt. Ah, anyway, this same hat, this nigga sat in the White House, looked Donald Trump in the eye like he was his father, and then admitted that that cap makes him feel like a superhero, that it makes him feel like he has a father, and that Donald Trump was like, and then hugged him like, come here, big guy. Like, it was really on some, like, hyper-real... Uh, alternate reality, Django Carlton, Carlton, Uncle Phil type shit. Like it was just so weird. Like, come here, big guy. Like, I'm, I'm gonna hug you. I'm gonna hold you. Like Donald Trump was, didn't even. He was shook. He didn't even know what to do with it. It was sick. But the, the, he put on a cap. This man, strong black mother. You know what I'm saying? Like raised, powerful, independent, and had the nerve to look at. Of all people, Donald Trump would say, you like a father to me. And oh, this hat geez. this hat that you created makes me feel, I feel like I'm superhuman and supernatural, like a superhero when I put it on light. Yeah. I was just like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? That was where I just was. I mean, that, that wasn't when I said enough is enough. But I was like, I mean, he, That's it. Yeah. he done flew the nest. He, yeah. he don't got it. He, he's... Man, I, I feel like for me, you know what I'm saying? I really been watching this charade since jump and just been going back and forth with different people, you feel me, about why this shenanigans is unacceptable, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. But the, his, his, his recent shenanigans 
when this nigga had the nerve to tie love in with yeah. reparations, <laughs> at first I was like, man, it's kind of being revolutionary. <laughs> but I thought about it like, damn, that don't make no sense. But like, you really didn't think about this critically. You went to the conservatives, Donald Trump, talking about love and giving niggas reparations. Yeah. It was so crazy. I had to go back and, and read, you know what I'm saying, the transcript, you feel me? You know, and, and when I read the transcript, I was like, fam, bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, in social media terms, you feel me, we call this the receipts, you feel me? Some people might say it's the tea, you know what I mean? Yeah, spill it, spill it, spill it. It's what this man said. He said, so a lot of times, the police officer is sitting there and they're being forced to do this and forced to do that, uh, that block. And then they force somebody into something and force it into something. We have to release the love throughout the entire country and give opportunities. It's a lot of times it's just overall lack of reparations that we, at any given point, we say, oh, this is racist, this is racist, this is racist, this is racist. It's like, Kanye, what, bro? We gotta yeah. release the love? Yeah, it's uh, reparations. It, but it, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know what he, I don't know where that's, that's coming from. Like, all that, all that metaphysical love, you know what I'm saying? You, I, oh, you say that's why, right? It wasn't metaphysical. Hold on, hold on. Well, no, 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 no. That's what, but that's what he's talking about, though. Like, because he keep talking about oh, his spirit. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying all of that. I'm saying, I'm saying all of that is 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 what's out of there. You feel me? That's that's what I'm saying. Because like the thing about it, what he ties it to, especially at a time like now, you feel me? He ties it to. Uh, like what Candace Owens be saying and how we need to invest more in conservative politics and how we need to get Man, I think it's not as funny as you say metaphysical and I'm looking at the transcript right now. This nigga says, so there's theories that the infinite amounts of universe and that there's alternative universe. So it's very important for me to get who out because in the alternative universe, I am. But I have to go and get you. you stop, please. Please, just, just stop, you feel me? Just stop. The question is, though, you know what I'm saying? Should, should we give dude, like, I mean, should we be listening? You know what I'm saying? Because he is talking about reparations. You feel me? He is talking about, like, Larry Hoover helping him get out of jail and, and, and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But, like, so is, 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 is what Kanye on, is, should we at least be giving it a shot? I mean, here's what's fucked up. We have spent so much time, uh, like, silencing black people and writing black people off. We have eclectic ways of thinking and doing right. And so I think there's this innate desire in niggas to be like, wait, there's something redeemable. There's something there. And especially when we talk about, like, irredeemable niggas. Like, we just spent hella time talking about why Bill Clinton can't come. Like, well, why he ain't in, why we don't bang with him, you know, based on what he did. And so I think, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think what's interesting about all of this is, and again, I told, you know, I just talked about nuance being important. As niggas, we have to make these really tough calls about when we keep niggas and when we throw niggas away, right? I think it's a lot of conversations in a lot of different contexts where we have to be, we always are faced with this question, like, are we throwing this nigga away? Like, what is we doing? And criticisms of throwaway culture, like cancel culture and why it's bad and why it's fucked up and why we have to kind of rethink things. And so it's weird because, trust me, I'm not, I'm not capping for Kanye in any way, shape, form, or fashion. What I'm doing is, is just trying to presuppose kind of, and this is the same thing, you know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the lane that we in in terms of debate, 
right? We, we look at people and we criticize them for what they do and we mark them as irredeemable, right? Like, ain't no coming back. You did this thing. And so even if you come back later and you got a whole new strat, a whole new approach, a whole new way of going about things, we still hold you to what you did the last time. And I think that is it becomes an interesting way to deal with people who do violent or oppressive things because it's like, do we give niggas a chance to grow? Like, I think, I think, man, I know, I know, I, I guess this how, this how I put it, man. My grandpa used to always say, even a broken clock get it right twice a day. You know what I'm <laughs> so I recognize Kanye is broken, you feel me? Like, he, he a broke clock, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so we asking, if you answering the question, you feel me, is that sometimes we something we can get from? Yeah, sometimes we can, we, we, we can take from it, you feel me? So, you know what I'm saying? On on Instagram, you feel me? I be going back and forth with different kind of pro-black conscious pages, you know what I'm saying? So some of them have kind of made a a, a laundry list of the, the good things that Kanye West was talking about giving to black people specifically into the black community and why niggas just tripping going on what the media telling us to react from what the media is. But see that that like that's that shit that's that's goofy. And and the reason why that's goofy is because you, people aren't actually paying attention to what he's saying. Like, if you pay attention to what he's saying, like, he not even right. Like, it, it ain't even a broke clock. The numbers then fell off. The hands is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? None of it's working because the conclusion that he, he draws is the problem. You feel me? I think the idea that, oh, he's, he's talking about spirits and all that. I mean, yeah, oh, that's cool, right? Free thinking, all oh, that's cool. But the conclusion that he comes to, i.e., we should work with conservative policies, right? That's where it's just completely no. That's where it's wrong. If we look at the data, like if we look at, you know what I'm saying, what like the studies that have been done to show that over the court, like uh, uh, democratic policies, even though they are just as slow in terms of responsiveness to cultural and social issues, right? Even though they don't respond like they need to, they do it better. It's a matter of, it's a matter of, okay, we actually get gains. You know, we can look at unemployment. We can look at black wages, and we see that under Democratic leadership, it's better. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that Democrats are the saviors? Nah. No. And right. that's what we. And that's where the confusion get mixed up. Because listen to this. Look, like, how y'all feel about Democrats? I don't trust the niggas no more. Not trust Republicans. Hey, I'm not, I don't. Like, I, like I just. I just re-registered to vote. She was. Like, she was like, you a Democrat? I was like, no, not at all. Like the chick that helped me re-register, I was like, I'm. I'm not, I'm definitely but, but if you go and vote, what it makes sense to vote? It makes sense to vote Democrat. It, they, so this most idea, of the time. So this is me and mo, most I mean shit, like yeah, nine times out of ten. Yeah. You like, feel me? Especially. Yeah, so this, this idea but that, this, but this is the reason why I think this little saying that I said is is, is good, you feel me, in terms of a broke clock getting it right twice a day, or what Toya said in terms of saying I can walk in and chew gum at the same time. No, 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 no. So but see the, but that's what I'm saying. Niggas can be critical folk of the Democratic Party, you know what I'm saying, without, you know what I'm saying, throwing on a make it a make great again hat and saying we should love Trump and saying that, you feel me, that's my brother, you know what I'm saying. We can be critical of how liberals and Democrats have pushed different policies and, you know what I'm saying, different tropes about niggas, you feel me, to justify locking us up. You know what I'm saying? Justify taking away Planned Parenthood or different resources and opportunities, you know what I'm saying? But we ain't got to jump on the bandwagon of, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, of Republicans. You know what I'm saying? But see, that's what I'm saying. I feel like... I feel like... I feel like it ain't even... I feel like it ain't even a question of jumping on the bandwagon. Like, we... Niggas need to, like, to reject the idea. Like, that's why I keep saying the conclusion that's being drawn... 
It don't matter. You feel me? We don't need to keep talking about Democrats because the only people who think that, uh, who believe the stereotype that black people only vote for Democrats just because they're loyal to them is Republicans. Right. You feel me? That's something they tell each other. So we don't even need to get at no energy. You know what I'm saying? So when we start thinking about it, we not loyal to Democrats. You feel me? We like it ain't that we listen. I say, I, man, I just, I just, I just, like I, I was saying, I said like Malcolm X, one is a fox, you know what I'm saying? One is a wolf. They got the same appetite. Yeah, they both eat you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just like you know. Yeah, but see, hold on. But again, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is where I need niggas to feel me. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's <coughs> it's not the same thing. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like we dealing I with the agree. same. Yeah, the we dealing. We dealing with the same. We dealing with the same system. Yeah, we dealing with the same system. You feel me? But let's, okay, we need to move away from, in terms of how we had these conversations about, like, political parties, mm-hmm. we need to move away from just saying, oh, well, they are bad, to be like, okay, strategically, strategically, you know what I'm saying, how do we, like, how do we, like, how do we move? Because as much as we talk bad about everybody, it's strategically, how, like, what, what steps should we take? So that's why, Kanye, like, in, like the, the conversation that Kanye introduces is dangerous because it detracts. You feel me? It fragments oh, yeah. and, and they're talking about goofy shit. That shit you put in toilets is because when it come down to it, like shit, we ain't getting rid of these white folks. No, no time soon. I don't give a damn how revolutionary you is, how RBG you is, how how how, how much you want to burn the system down. Or over, I don't give a damn. It ain't happening. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, it's like, all right, shit. Um, if I get to choose how I'm going to get eight, you know what I'm saying? At least I'm a choose. <laughs> Definitely. You feel me? That's right. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, like, I, like, I, like, I like the Roots. You know what I'm saying? Watching Roots. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Or watching just different slave films or different, you know what I'm saying, underground shit like that. And usually, you know what I'm saying, it comes a time when the slave got to ask themselves, you feel me? Yeah. Damn, I'm going to be a slave regardless. Yeah. I'm going to be on a plantation regardless. But I do have some type of way to influence what plantation I'm on and who's my master. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? This is my reference in, like, underground, you feel me, where, you know what I'm saying, one of the slave women, you feel me, killed the, the master, you feel me, where she, she make the decision, like, shit, I, I rather, you know what I'm saying, take my chances and see how I'm going to get treated over here with these other people. And it's like, shit, niggas got to choose. Like, niggas got to, like, what, what part are we going to deal with? And it's like, even when you think about Obama being the president, it's like, hey, Black Lives Matter emerged under a black lives, you know what I'm saying, under under a black president. True. You feel me? True. So with that being said, you know what I'm saying, shit, we're not gonna be, you know what I'm saying, immune from the way the system operates because, you know what I'm saying, a, 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 a person of color in there. You know what I'm saying? But but like but like Toya said, hey, I can walk and chew gum at the same time. With that being said, shit, I'm still gonna try to make it where if I'm the man, shit, how y'all gonna take me down? I get to choose how I'm going to take me down a little bit. I'm going with the Democrats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely. definitely. Let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. I want to go back. I want to go back because we kind of sliding into almost what we finna talk about in a minute. So I want to go back and pick up kind of what I tossed out there before now that we kind of teased out a little bit more of this conversation. And it's kind of, it's a broader conversation, not just in terms of Kanye, but I think we can couch it for him. So later on, which he's kind of done at different points, and niggas have given him extra chances, right? Like, let's be honest. He's been wilding for a minute, saying little stuff here and there that has been, like, 
hmm, what do you mean by that? And then he'll walk it back, he'll <laughs> fix it, he'll readjust, and we're like, oh, all right, you cool again. So tell me this, cancel culture, is it healthy? When do we deploy it? Is, are niggas irredeemable? You know what I'm saying? Is it certain stuff that niggas do to a certain extent? You like, nah, you done. Because that's what I keep saying. Like, every time Kanye say something different, I see a slew of people, a slew of people say, nigga, you out of passes, you done, it's a wrap. I, I keep trying to listen to you and you finish, you watch, nigga. Like, and, and it happens in these waves of enough is enough. So, is that real in terms of Kanye and in terms of niggas who have been canceled outside of him? Like, is this space for niggas to grow and change? Cancel culture is not real. There it's, is no... Listen, what niggas say that, right? Niggas say that, but they only say it for the people that they don't rock with, right? So it's just like, for example, you know what I'm saying? I know people, like, we know people for sure that cancel and people, like, the, the things that they don't vibe with, you know, they will nitpick and cancel in a, in a hot second, whatever, supposedly. Yeah. But when the when the artists that they rock with do the same thing, then it's just like, oh no, nah, well, see, they got this problem, or you know, it's a mental thing. We shouldn't be so quick to. So it's like it doesn't really happen. Like we say, oh, we ain't that we done with them, but it's it it's not a it it's never a cult a cultural movement. I think, uh, it it, it well let me well let me add let me ask you this, George. You feel me? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that somebody like R. Kelly has been canceled? I've canceled R. Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I know, you know what I'm saying? Me being from the South, being from Bryan, Texas, you feel me? Like, good good luck on that. When step step in the name of love, come on, niggas finna move, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Not my R. Kelly on they, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Riley, Riley, Huey, Boondocks, like. Free R. Kelly. Y'all tripping. When I see people, I get out the way. You feel me? They're going to they gonna protect R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? But I think in terms of ans- answering the question that Toya, you know what I'm saying, kind of posed in terms of cancer culture, you, you can let people grow. I think we can let people grow, but I think it's still holding people accountable through that growth. So it's like, you know what I'm saying, I don't know what we kind of define as cancer culture, but for me, you know what I'm saying, uh, Kanye's canceled, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm using the metaphor as being canceled. There are shows that are canceled. It's able to come back, you know what I'm saying? Or able to make a reemergence or able to, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, have a spinoff or something like that. So it's like, shit, Kanye can come back, you know? He got to do a lot. He got to do a lot, a lot. And this recent shit, you know, going to uh, Africa and giving away some shoes in in, in Uganda, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe for the people that he trying to do the okie doke too, you feel me? And trying to kind of show... You know what I'm saying? That he got some. That he not in the second place. They not. Uh, uh, I'm moving back to. I'm moving back to Chicago, and I ain't never leaving. The, the, the crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy though because like it's like the fact that you think you got the, the fact that he thinks that giving away shoes that are already overpriced, mm-hmm. <laughs> that are already overpriced, giving them away to like supposedly the way he made it sound was just like you know some African even if it was like some underprivileged African kids who made them first what? of all man who I know man this this this, this, how, this how I see it folks my nigga Huey P Newton rest in peace he said think globally and act locally absolutely so me being a nigga you know what I'm saying that you know kind of you feel me you know take my you know what I'm saying little principles I get from Huey P Newton and kind of apply them. I know what's going on in Uganda. You feel me? You like, 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 like he he gave shoes to the Ugandan president 
that's that's basically a dictator that's been ruling Uganda for over thirty years, messing his own people up. You know what I'm saying? He gave it to his 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 group, the equivalents of like Javinci and Louis Vuitton coming mm-hmm. over. You know what I'm saying to America, then Obama's presidency and giving Obama's cousins and Michelle cousins and the people that work for them for free shoes and saying that they gave it and Javinci and Louis Vuitton being like we gave shit to black people in D.C. Right. Like, hey, so we I, gave it to the royal people in D.C. So I, and not only that, it's like like. Given given that though, given that, I, given that though, I I actually say, rape. Uh, uh, no, no, not rape. Culture. <laughs> Shit. Uh, uh, I actually say, um, cancel culture needs to be a thing. You feel me? We need because yeah, like the thing. Right yeah, he I mean, to, he got a lot to come back from. Though. He got yeah, a lot of. But that's got, what. I'm, but he, he ain't got no kids. incentive though. What's his incentive? Huh? You know what I'm saying? He 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 a millionaire. He married to a millionaire. You like he married. Nah, nah, nah. See, his incentive is you feel me. What Kanye said with my ego, I can stand. I can stand there in the speedo and be like, like fuck it. It's an ego, man. He got a big ego. Yeah, but I'm saying, what's his incentive? Like, what's his incentive? Finish my point. Finish his point. This, this, this. His ego is so big that he recognized that the people that he really want to be down with him for his weirdness is starting to alienate him. You feel me? So when he said that slavery shit and he seen how niggas went messing with him, he thought that he'd be able to say the slavery comment, drop his yay album, his yay album of kind of sales go through the roof because people want to figure out and explain what he meant by, you know what I'm saying, slavery is a choice. Nah, it's, bro. This shit flop. Hold on, this shit flop. This shit flop, you feel me? So niggas are messing with him, you feel me? He then get on a radio station, a black radio station, and apologizes to the entire black community. You feel me saying, I, I, I recognize how much I mean to y'all. I apologize for saying the statement. I, you know what I'm saying? I only got apologize. Like, what I meant was crazy. I, 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 I try to make, I, you know, he apologized. Just for him to get on SNL three days later. Bro, so that, that, he did. that proves, like, that, 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 that's what so I'm saying. Like, the question is, the question that I asked you was, what is the incentive? The reason why that he, he went back on it's SNL. Ego, it's ego. He's but that, but none, I'm saying he ain't got no incentive to. Drop, he's supposed to drop Yandy. He's supposed to drop Yandy or Yandy, whatever it's called. You Yandy. know what I'm saying? The day after Lil Wayne dropped, you know what I'm saying? The call. I'm right. saying, I'm saying, what's the incentive for him to do something different? That's my point. What's the incentive to do something? I know, the, I know, I know what the incentive is. He go to his album sales, and he recognized that niggas is canceling him, so niggas ain't missing his album sales. That's the reason why he pushed his album back. So the only incentive that he had is tied his ego, which is the problem. And that's the catch between two and messing with Kanye. You you're not understanding what I'm saying, bro. Is I'm I'm saying he gonna keep going back. He don't it don't matter about the album sales. You feel me? Because he got a he got a loyal fan base. It don't matter about nothing else. What I'm saying is when you say that he got a uh, that he can come back. You feel me? In terms of him being canceled, he can come back. That's a lot he gotta do. He has no incentive to do what you saying because his real fans, the people that he care about, he quote unquote. Tried, Man, but I do understand you getting that. Yeah, but, like, but what happened when he tried? He, he apologized. He apologized to the And what happened immediately community. after that? That's my point. That's what happened like, immediately he, after that? Yes, yes. His point after that is he black, he backslid. But your original point is what is his incentive? And, and what can you do, do different? History shows us what kind of games that he has the ability to recognize. He doing some crazy shit. But he ain't got no incentive to change it. That's what I'm saying. He can do that. But he ain't, but he, and he showed that he and he showed that he'll still do the same thing. You feel me? And then I think I think I think what 
if I'm understanding things correctly, is that, that Dominique is saying is like, and what speaks to his irredeemable, maybe speaks to his kind of just hardline irredeemability, is that it's a part of the shtick. You know what I'm saying? That I'm going to say some wild shit and be able to walk it back. And I think relying on that technique. Because if anybody else did that, think about it. If somebody else does harm to you. And they keep doing the same harm. Oh, yeah. You keep saying you wild. And they keep saying, oh, all right. They keep saying, no, I'm not. And then they go away for a while and be like, all right, I was, I was wilding. And then they come back, but then they do more wild shit. It's kind of like that's a part of your routine at that point. It starts to lose yeah. its sincerity. It starts to lose its salience. And now all of a sudden, it's just something we come to expect for your kind of evolution of violence shit that you do, right? Like, you get to... What you do is go say some wild stuff and go sit in your corner and calculate the losses and figure out where you messed up and finally take somebody in their consultation and talking to you. And then you make some grandiose statement and then you try to put some more stuff out to paper it over because you think the coast is clear. And then you come back again. And when that becomes kind of the expectation of what you do, that's when you start getting the, like, the Isaiah, the, what is it, Isaiah Banks treatment, right? Where she keep fucking up and keep doing wild shit. And people keep trying to argue. We can't, we keep giving Kanye chances. We don't give black women chances to be mentally unstable. We just tell them that, you know, fuck them, they're terrible. Like, well, no. Actually, we've given you a thousand chances unless you come back. And, I mean, you don't really, you don't really release music, so we can't really judge whether you're good or bad. I guess she does, but it ain't. It don't make it. Like, yeah. so maybe you ain't popping like that. Because the music ain't But, hitting. like, we keep trying to give you chances, and you just don't realize that you keep coming back around saying wild stuff. So, we good, because this is a cycle for you. And so, yeah. I mean, like, it's weird. I think cancel culture is terrible. Like, it's, it's scary. And it's because I don't think we give people space and room to grow. I also don't think, just like I don't think you should in any other type of relationship be a fool. And I think in the case of Kanye, you would be a fool to think this nigga is ever going to bring you anything, at least politically concerning, uh, that is of substance. I, I, I give you, I give you and Domo that in the, in the, in the, in the way that pretty much it come down to like. It come down to what? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, what we what are we what are we doing with Kanye Dominique? What's the what's the takeaway with Ye? What how do we deal with what he's the position he's put us in? Man, that nigga, we don't need to listen to shit he got to say. Cause I mean, you was memorializing his hand on on the on the gram. You, hey, you had I'm, a whole cause it broke my heart, man. Yeah. Like like Kanye was somebody like I say that he helped shape an entire generation. He he inspired a generation of kids to go to college. You feel me? Yeah. And like, and, and he sparked it, it, in me especially that that yearning for like wanting to understand like social this issues. Nigga, that, this nigga Dominique used to dress like Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah, man, what like Kanye made it was like it was cool to be nerdy. You feel me? Like it, it, it gave you a vibe, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so many being sweaters. smart. He had cool. so many sweater vests and little white shirt. I did, homes, I did. Little loose, <laughs> loosely fit jeans. Still, still, still stay up on your waist, but you know what I'm saying. They got a little, little dip to them. The most, the most embarrassing thing about it is I used to wear two polos. Yeah, hey, George did oh, yeah. too though. George yeah, did about to, too. Yeah, about to, I got bitches <laughs> too. They used to call me Lil Kanye and Brian. You feel That's me? wild. I used to rock uh, Air Force Ones. That's the thing, right? Yes, yeah. uh, a, 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 <laughs> a whole suit. With the, with, the, with the collar shirt under the suit, you feel me? With the collar up, you know what I'm saying? Nice little pair of aviators. Yeah, you say yellow sunglasses on deck. Yeah, man. Adorable. But we can't listen to this nigga no more. We, we protest on the music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean no what, do what you want to do with the music. Do what you want to do with the music. Like, we can't listen. Like, his his political advice, though. Is there? Yeah, he, I'm done with that. Jesus. Done with that. See, see, I like, see, I feel like this was, I feel like I'm, I'm a, 
I'm confused the people that's listening, but this is a high movement with Kanye. I don't even got time to give him no extra money, you feel me, for, for, for streams that come off of my, you know what I'm saying, iTunes account, or they come off of me listening to anything that got him got to do with it. But I know that's something to do with it, really. I really ain't too much I ain't gonna, ain't gonna deal with it. So, you know, I ain't got no Kanye on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't got none. Hey, you know don't. I'm not interested in hearing none of this new music, you feel me? As a matter of fact, when I'm listening to the radio, don't sleep on him, no. Don't sleep. Go back and listen to the old Kanye. Go I mean, back and I listen just, to the old I caught myself walking around. When it comes to me, one thing I found. One thing I found. I know it's Get up, I get. Get up, I get. Like, just just what happened, bro? What happened, bro? Yeah, so, man, we can go back. We can listen to the old Kanye, but, like, any of that new shit, like, that, uh, uh, Kanye Kardashian, y'all can keep that <laughs> shit. Uh, but oh, hey, no, actually, actually, that before before you cap this off, this is what I was thinking of. What up? For 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 Kanye, the reason why I'm gonna give this to y'all, the nuance for Kanye is that he not he not somebody that is kind of growing through not really knowing, kind of being ignorant, and then trying to have to get to a space of knowing. Yeah. Kanye's somebody that's already showed us through his music, through his discography, you feel me, of mm-hmm. different di- different legs he put together, you feel me, about what he know about the system, what he know about history, what he know about black people. If he wasn't supposed to make it past 25, jokes, jokes on, on you, you. still alive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I used to cry for my grandma when they walked out there, like, you know what I'm saying? We could keep on going through different legs, you feel me, that mm-hmm. he talking about the yeah. phenomenon of like anti-blackness and white supremacy. Or, or even just like conservatives, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just how they said, how they stopped the black panthers. You feel me? It's like, bam, what are you doing? Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I hear y'all in terms of being like, but now George, he didn't show us that he's pretty much mastered the idea of like, I'm a fuck up, or I'm a mess up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to apologize. And as long as I can poetically wax uh, an apology, y'all going to y'all gonna give me for it, you know what I'm saying? But I still think it's a way, you feel me, for him to do it. I just think that it's, it's hard. I recognize it'd be very hard for him to come back. But I think it is a way for him to get, you know what I'm saying, for me to feel like I'm going to download, I'm going to download the Kanye on my phone. For sure, you know for saying? sure. But I'm not do no time soon, though. <laughs> like, I don't have, like, I don't, I don't have hope for it, though, you feel me? But I do recognize it's possible. For sure. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, we're going to go ahead and, uh, Get this next. We're gonna listen to the new Kanye. Slapper. The, the new unproblematic Kanye's of the world. We're gonna listen to the jams real quick. Slide to Slapper. We'll be back with you. Yeah. It's a chop up. The next song coming up on the chop up is nothing that you would expect, but everything that you need. This rock track coming from Midwest Depressed, representing Omaha, Nebraska, is called Fuck the Zoo, live from the Down Under Lounge, and is a part of an exclusive track that can only be found on the Bandlab platform and now right here on the chop up. They're currently working on a full length album, but you don't have to wait that long. Go ahead and jump on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, SoundCloud, Facebook, wherever you get your music, and look up Midwest Depressed. The name of the song is called Fuck the Zoo. Live from the Down Under Lounge, right here on the Chop Up. Down Under! What is happening, everybody, on this Friday night? This uh, very summery Friday night. It's not Wednesday. Well, let's, let's get it going. 
Just stole his keys And now 
Definitely, the submissions, the submissions, they hot, and I need y'all to keep them coming. Y'all just heard that people are not playing with y'all. They definitely want you to understand that they coming with heat. They definitely want you to go follow them and check out their social media. So I dropped the information before the track dropped. If you like that, go listen to it. But if you want that to be you, do not wait. Do not delay. Go ahead and jump. Open up your email browser box right now. Press attach and send me your music to the chop up email at gmail.com. The chop up email at gmail.com. I want to play your music. I want to play your bars. I want to play your beautiful voice. I want to play your instrumentals. Send me what you got. You're going to land on the chop up. Let's go yeah. ahead. And check, and check it out, though. Yeah. It's all about the exposure, huh? Definitely. So between the three of us that's on this, you know what I'm saying, Chopper, we got Texas, Kansas City, and California, you feel me? Them three big markets you can have your music or have, you know what I'm saying, whatever artistry you trying to put forth. And don't you can sleep. have them people see it. Don't Here. sleep. You you need to know you, you being streamed on iTunes, you being streamed on Blog Talk Radio, SoundCloud, anywhere you can find a podcast, you probably are going to be played, right? We got the plug on pretty much everything. So send your music in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you can get out there and let people hear what you got going down. You feel me? It's time for the political chop. Let's just go ahead and cut to it. All right, so <laughs> check this out. We kind of hinted at it um, in different places in the conversation. Um, I think that you all, we all are, you know, have our finger on the pulse of what's happening politically, even though it drives us crazy and we, you know, don't have a whole lot of faith in the overarching promises that people are making us. But we still have the chance to get out there and get involved and kind of shape our reality and shape our destiny um, as communities, as a city um, or as city states in a, in a country. Right. So midterms coming up. Are we voting? What are we doing? Will we, will we, are we participating in this political process? Man, goddamn right. <laughs> goddamn right. Listen, if you not, if you not, if you not, shame. I mean, but oh, like, I, I, shame. well, so, because, I mean, just two years ago, it's 2018, 2016, a lot of people made it very clear that they were disinterested and kind of jumping into the political minutiae, the lies, the mudslinging, the instability of a lot of candidates and stuff like that. And I, I really, I think political apathy is probably at, the all, at an all-time high. So what has, what has changed from, first of all, did you vote the first time around? What was y'all's position on voting the last time we had the opportunity to do that? Has it changed at all? Mine changed radically, you feel me? Um, I'm 27 years old. I didn't have the opportunity to vote for the first black president the second time, definitely, because I was uh, only 17 in 2008, you feel Mm -hmm. me? But uh, I ain't never voted in my life. Usually pretty adamant about not voting, you know what I'm saying? And and really unapologetic about it, usually, you know what I'm saying? But I think that now they got a little older, you know what I'm saying? I recognize I go to a job every day. You know what I'm saying? I got kids to take care of. You feel me? You know what I mean? I, I think I think that uh, shit. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't. You know, I'm voting basically. You know what I'm, I'm, I'm voting this time around. You know, and I think that the reason why I feel like I feel justified in voting, given everything I know about the system and everything I know about voting and everything I know about white supremacy and legitimizing the power and this that and the other, I just think that I have an opportunity to influence the outcome. And who gets to say where I get what, when, and how in terms of, in terms of you feel me, politics, the economy, 
And you know what I'm saying? A lot of shit socially. I think so it was I you that like shared. Smart to cast my ballot. You shared like a, I want to say it was you that shared like a realized meme that was like, y'all mad about, you know, paying these taxes, but don't want to vote for who decides how we spend them or something like that. Was that you? think so. Somebody yeah. posted something like that and I was like, that's one of the realest things I've ever seen all day. Like, that just kind of don't make sense. You mad that niggas is taking your money, but not for, for example, the gas tax out here, right? So, California gas already high as hell, right? But there's an additional tax put on our gas that shot it up by an extra 20 cent or whatever because it's a tax to go to um, infrastructure and roads and, and highways and freeways and shit. And that's cool, but that extra gas is killing me. Like, I'm up here finna be paying four and a half dollars in a minute for gas, like, if I want exactly. to not be putting water in my tank. And so, you know, hopefully some of this money that we spent on the taxes since we voted for 2016 done went somewhere. Hopefully y'all got a little... You right now, I told you. You said what? I said, I think, I think you're hitting it on the nail right now. Yeah. In terms of voting, is that, that, that the last election was the presidential election. That was more for the federal. It was some level stuff. National level. This head election coming around in November. That's the that's that's the electoral. That's the electoral election. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's for the people that's running the jailhouse. You feel me? We get the elected sheriff. The sheriff usually run the county jailhouse. So you have the opportunity to pick the person that chooses, or you know what I'm saying, what type of resources and what type of standards, you know what I'm saying, inmates can treat it like. You feel me? Thanks. And if you black, you should probably give a damn about who running the prisons, and you know what I'm saying, or, or who running the county jail. That's you know what, what niggas don't realize. You a judge. I mean, you I think mean? It, 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 like you a judge. You get to pick the person. You know what I'm saying? They get to say you guilty or you innocent. Get to give you, you know what I'm saying, a sentence. You know what I'm saying? You get to really, you know what I'm saying, picking influence who, 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 I mean, everybody goes through their phase where it's like, uh, I mean, especially when you like learning like about black life and black history and being denied the right to vote and everything else. And so it it it's a sense of a detachment that you have with it. But as you but as you mature in your knowledge, what you're supposed to understand is that it's crucial. Because one on one level what we have is we have these theoretical um critiques, you mm-hmm. feel me? Like these these oh the world is bad for these instances and these uh, ideologies is what shape like how I'm seen and that's bad. Right. But then at the same time we got like well the next level to that is the people that see me in that messed up way now decide in my life they, now they decide in everything faith. exactly. So why not? Also, I think one of the the biggest things that people miss in terms of jumping into and tagging into politics even at these lower level stages, is that when we look at these old white men who have all this power, right, or these old white people, these old, like, establishment, very much hyper-conservative individuals who ain't even willing, you know, because conservative politics are conservative politics, but they're progressive conservatives, right? There are people who are willing to kind of navigate some of those nuanced things. Their principles, you know, they're going to cling on to, but they're willing to have meaningful conversations and kind of give a little, but we're not even making space for them. And I say all this to say one of the reasons why you get these hard stone, hard wall senators, representatives, people 
um, you know what I'm saying, delegates who make the big decisions at the top that we feel like we can't control is that they started off being city council people. Yeah. They started off being mayors yeah. and governors yeah. and like sheriffs yeah. and real basic shit. But we missed, and people generations before us missed opportunities to get in and meaningfully block them out of the system in the first place. They resumes as long. You don't just stroll in and be like, I'm going to be a representative, I'm going to be a senator. No, yeah. you do a whole bunch of other smaller tasks yeah. or, and occupy or a whole bunch of smaller offices. Or at least in these midterm elections, exactly. make them realize if you want to make it to that federal level, you got to give a damn about niggas like us. You got to give a damn about people like us. Period. That we go through. I so mean, if you really want to go to the Senate, if you really want to go to the House, if you really want to be in Capitol Hill, well, okay, shit, when you're in this midterm election, getting your report, getting your experience in politics, you better make sure you learn how to give a damn about these type of people right here. Period. You debate, me and me and my debate partner called that the next level. And it's like, shit, if you don't give a damn about us, now. We, we already know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And, and actually, that's that. That bring up a great point. You feel me? This is where we fuck up. We need to stop. Like it don't start with casting the ballot. It start with supporting candidates. Yeah. You feel me? We can't just be like, oh, it's time that's to vote. Let me. Yeah, that's the reason why I said make them make them know they gotta give a damn. Nah, 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 nah. Not even not even saying not even saying just so you support not candidates. even. That means you got support candidates. Yeah, right, but in terms of when I say support candidates, I'm saying we need to not just deal with who we got, but we need to build up people who yeah, we feel awesome. like need to replace who right there. Mm-hmm. We know that, like, cause we, like when you look at that Brett Kavanaugh situation, right? Mm-hmm. You had a whole bunch of white, oh, you had a whole bunch of old white men, or every time it's it's some type of hearing over like women's rights, what? It's a whole bunch of old white men. You feel me? When we talking about civil rights, it's a whole bunch of old white men. You feel me? So what we gotta do is, well, we we have to, like, we have to find support, advocate for leadership, right? The, for people that look like us, that come from where we come from, and then vote for them. I mean, but and in the world of Herman Cain's and uh, what's your man's over hood. Uh, uh, Dr. Ben Carson, Carson. you know, your skin folk ain't necessarily your kin folk, so also don't show up uninformed, you know what I mean? Like, a Google search, a simple Google search will put you on, that's how bad niggas want people to vote, is that they have created accessible, you know, pages, whole Wikipedia, Wikipedia pages, like, people in communities are like, I know niggas is not gonna go to this candidate's website and this candidate's website to see if they're advocating for this prop or that prop or whatever it is, that and the other. So they go and intentionally try to make user-friendly ways for you to figure out what the politics are in your area. Do that and then just go vote. Just be informed. That way, don't go just checking boxes on people. Like, I seen this sign in somebody in the neighbor, the yard in my neighborhood. This person I'm going to vote for because at least I recognize that one. That's a stupid approach. Take a step back. <laughs> Just cause somebody named say Keisha, Keisha is could be like Ben. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you got yeah. Candace Owens as a prime example of a young millennial black woman who is just like oh, if I see if I seen a picture and the name Candace Owens, do you know I know so many black Candaces. I'm like, what's up, homegirl? Like, what's good? Yeah. But if I don't take the time, well, I should just kind of see what she's she talking about. She not the one. I'll like, be a fool. I guess that yo, goes down much, uh that more important in the Kanye segment, you know what I'm saying? Is that uh when you see a, a, a black name, black looking name on the conservative side, yeah. you should 
you should be alarmed. Listen, as an aside, y'all, I got excited because it messed me up. One night I was it was trippy as hell. I got sucked down the rabbit hole of black conservative Twitter. Oh, Do you know that's one of the scariest fucking places on the internet? Yo, I'm not even lying to you. Black conservative Man, Twitter. I'm most definitely. I, know I, I, know I bookmark some stuff because it's it's really it's intriguing, it's astonishing, it's captivating, and it's disappointing all at the same time. It's so Stockholm syndrome. What I'm telling y'all, you can't just look at somebody and what they look like. Well, Persuasive though, huh? Bro, talking about if you ain't know no better, you'll be like, man, and, you got a point. And most people don't know no better. And they they flat footed. Like I'm, this is what I believe. This is what I'm doing. Man, so you, you gotta go into. I got somebody on Twitter that, that I've been following for. They, they follow me. I follow them. We don't even get along. Basically, like. Big, big friends with these when it's like talking shit to each other. Yeah, you know what I'm saying we. I, I almost, I think at this point we we, we uh, it's, it's been an unofficial, you know what I'm saying, challenge of seeing who who can piss off who first or get on each other's nerves first. <laughs> and then make it, I'm blocking. You. I ain't blocked him. He ain't blocked me. But that's it's who's on, showing up. That's who's showing up. Like these these candidates ain't getting because it's uh, you know you y'all know the, the 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 statistics. Minorities is taking over and these white people still winning. So yeah. it's niggas. That's why the niggas who are politically inert, that are hey, politically hey, apathetic, gotta I tap think in. It's gonna be so lengthy. Yeah, you said what's gonna be lengthy? I think I think come November, shit gonna be so lengthy, so lit. Yeah. Just in a way that 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 me, me 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 paying attention to the other other different states, it's been some historical voter turnout for Democrats for this midterm election. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because we can't have this conversation. You cannot have this conversation without talking about the ways in which conservatives are actively working to deny, especially people of color, the right to vote. For example, Stacey Abrams in in Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. First black woman governor, right? They They didn't make this new rule called the exact match rule. What the exact match rule means is if your personal information doesn't exactly match your voter registration down to the period hyphen initial... Your no. voter registration will will will, uh, will need further pending review, hmm. right? So it shows up in a voter registration system is pending, so people don't think they can vote. You feel me? This impacts the are the people impacted by it. Seventy percent African American. You feel me? What was so, the story people don't own homes. They be renting. They got move addresses, so they address they actually live in address on their. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Driver license or ID ain't the same. Exactly. Yeah. You, may, you may be thinking about what's happening in North Dakota. Because in North Dakota, what they're doing, uh, you know, they have a large indigenous population, mm-hmm. right? What they're doing is they changed the voting ID rule, voting, or the, the voter registration rules to where you can't have a P.O. box. If you live on a reservation, you have That's a P.O. box. Yeah. So that denies thousands of, of indigenous of, of people, indigenous from, people from being able to vote. Then I also saw, and I can't remember where this was, but this is a scenario. Like they got a situation where they changed the 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 need the types of IDs that you have to have, um, where they started to yeah yeah they took away a certain type of ID that a lot of people have to be able to vote, and so they saying that you got to go get a driver's license. You can't use this type of ID no more. The thing about that is the DMV. Or DMVs are so sparse that they like fifty miles away, mm-hmm. so you can't away. get to the DMV. 
because you ain't got no driver's license to go get a driver's license to then get back and forth to, you know, to have the resources to come back to vote where you're supposed to vote. So the barrier... Mm-hmm. You're talking about a particular county in Mississippi. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. So the barrier yep. ain't even... Yeah, we, we gonna open up polling places down the street from your house, but you ain't got the ID and you need to go 50 miles to get the ID. And if it's 50 miles away, you probably gonna have to drive, but you can't drive because you ain't got no license because the license is 50 miles away. So when you get that thing, you still gotta get back for 50 miles. That's 100 miles. And it's like... And, 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 and that's what I about white supremacy and, and white people. You feel me? Eight times out of ten, I say eight, not nine, because I don't recognize sometimes it happens, but eight times out of ten, white folks ain't putting a whole bunch of energy for something for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. So right. me recognizing just how much white folks actively try to make it hard, and I can need more nuance, how, how white people empower, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, make it hard for different people to be able to vote. Show me they got some type of influence and power being able to cash that ballot, you know what I'm saying? Or being able to even, you know what I'm saying, pick and choose what characteristics you want a particular candidate to have in terms and, of dollars, in terms of building the candidate. And they, ain't, just like, you they know, ain't even being slick about it. They ain't even being slick about nah, it. Nah, remember nah. Uh, remember what Hillary Clinton, they straight up said? Like, we passed voter ID, mm-hmm. right? Which is going to go a long, a, long, a long way to getting uh, uh, Donald Trump elected. I mean, um, in, in North Carolina, the NAACP in the last election had to sue the, the the voter board and what's crazy about what's going on in uh in Georgia is that the dude that Stacey Abrams is running against is the Secretary of State in Georgia. Mm-hmm. The Secretary of State is in charge of the elections, so it's him and his camp that came up with the exact match rule that is now blocking. Now, now I don't want to say blocking, right? Let's be clear to the audience: if you're listening and you're in the state of Alabama, you can still vote. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They they still have to let you vote even if it's pending. So as long as you got your ID, you go up there, boom, you still vote, you good. But they making it to where they they making it to where it's it's a it's a misinformation campaign. They want to discourage you because in terms of uh in terms of a democratic uh a, a democrat winning, turnout is key. True. Turnout is key. That's that's the yeah. capital. That's and that's the, and that's the reason and, 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 and I think that's the unique thing. That I think for all my, you know what I'm saying, super black revolutionaries out there, my real RBG folks, you feel me? Listen, <laughs> is that that's what we should have learned from this 2016 election, you feel me? We've been taught to lose kids that the president should be able to act a certain way and do a certain thing and have a certain type of level of experience. Shit, Donald Trump showed us that that ain't true, but all you need is some popularity, some folks to believe in you. Yeah. Shit, that's all you need. You feel you want. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the in the words of Rick Ross, you feel me? He said on one of his, on some of his songs I was vibing to, you feel me? Uh. He said, he happy to, he, I'm happy Donald Trump became president because we got to destroy before we elevate. Right. That's fine. You feel me? It's the silver line to get Donald Trump's presidency is that it now has kind of uh, angrily, you feel me? Uh, encouraged a lot of people to be more politically aware, more politically engaging, more politically participating in politics, period. So we got different black people, different people of color, different indigenous people, different women running for office. And too, they're doing it in non-traditional, very radical ways. So you know what I'm saying? So so there are, you know what I'm saying, candidates that, sh- that, that, that actually are being, you know what I'm saying, anti-capitalist, you know what I'm saying, uh, anti-white supremacist. We, we don't see that. Like, we gonna see. They, they really doing the damn thing. We we gonna see. You feel me? Like, I don't wanna. I don't, I mean, like, because this no, is the no, thing, bro. This no, and this no, this no, is why. No, no, this I is why. Definitely don't see. This is this is. That's what they running on. Yeah. That's what they running on. Yeah. Right. One of them already switched up. You know what I'm saying? What's her name? Down in New York. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. 
Yeah, yeah she already, you know what I'm saying? Casio Cortez already, you know what I'm saying? That's what she needed she to do. that she can switch up. She switched up on us a little bit, and people, you know what I'm saying? Free Palestine, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think, you know what I'm saying? It's being anti-Semitic at all, you feel me? Cellar-colonialism is bad, or, you know what I'm saying? People going somewhere and taking folks shit that ain't really theirs and claiming to be theirs is bad. Let me add this. Let me add this. Because like, this, this is a piece of voting advice. You know what I'm saying? It's okay if, if, uh, if, if our Democrat, you know what I'm saying, supposedly revolutionary, says something that's moderate, right? We need them to do that. You know what I'm saying? We got to think about it. They got to be slick. Politicians lie all the time. Let us just say something to where everybody ain't jumping down our back. Why? We don't hey, need, we don't hey, need our politicians to take it. backslide, Damo. I ain't trying to backslide at all. But I want you to recognize, though, is that what you're saying right now applies to a lot of people's argument about Kanye West and his brown nose and sucking up the kind of sucking up Donald Trump. Is that he playing the game in terms of trying to say, act like he like him, but still asking for, you know what I'm saying, but, but, shit. But, but, and again, so it's just, it's just, I'm just putting that out there. And I know that. And my response to that, my response to that, that's the argument. My response to that is that does, that still does not make sense because the conclusion that you draw does not work. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is somebody who is reflecting a demographic that looks more like her, that look more like us. You feel me? Donald Trump ain't doing that. So it doesn't even make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no point in even... I, it's just not there. Right, like it's just it's it's, it's just. But when Casio Cortez says backslides and says things like you know what I'm saying Israel deserves to exist, it's the same thing Kanye be doing. No, it's not. Oh, oh, I'm about about this. How this the same people that uh, uh, Casio Cortez is trying to appeal to? She says that Israel deserves to exist. It's the same people that Kanye was sucking up to. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? No, they're the not. Pros, what, what you, so, bro, it's a like, matter of strategy, bro. It's nice. political theater. You feel me? It's political theater. The question is, how do I, how do, how am I able to achieve the results I want to achieve with the least amount of resistance possible? You feel me? Espionage. You know what I'm saying? Being slick about it. Deception. It's a part of politics. You feel me? Po po politicians are not. You know what I'm saying? Like ethical people. You know what I'm saying? Politicians are not people who we want to be able to, who, who we want to say what's true all the time because it's not strategic. You feel me? Like, when, like for example, when we at work, right? When we at work, Toya, you a teacher, right? When you give your information, you may feel a certain type of way about a particular information, but you got to give it in a way that all the students can, can, can take it in true. in order for you to do your job without, you know what I'm saying, a, a lot of friction. True. You feel me? And that's the whole point. I don't get to be the, the complete nigga. Exactly. <laughs> that I might preside and, and that's the whole to be point. in different different spaces or different contexts. It's just like COINTEL Pro. The way I look at niggas getting in government is COINTEL Pro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What did what did the FBI do? They made sure they had they had an FBI agent in every black revolutionary group. Mm -hmm. You feel me? They had somebody playing the part. We need people just playing the part. You didn't seen, we didn't all seen a, a spook to step out of them. Mm -hmm. You feel me? He played the part in the CIA for what, 10, 15 years? Got that information and took it right back to the hood. You know what I'm saying? And that's how, that's how they, that's how we got to do. So these democratic politicians, they may say something that's like liberal or moderate or establishment, 
So what? You feel me? Like at the end of the day, they gotta play the game in order to accomplish the, the that what they need to accomplish. The question is, do they have that relationship with the hood? Do they have that relationship with the street? Can we trust that when they shake it, that when they shaking our, uh, they shaking the white man hand or anybody's hand, like the people in power hand? Right. You feel me? Uh, with that wink, is it genuine? You know what I'm saying? And that's the question. Yeah. Strategery yeah. is an important, I think, standard. So, and with that standard kind of being held, making strategic decisions, both of you all have kind of articulated that the most strategic decision we can make as voter is voter, voters, rather, is to elect black women. So, yeah. kind of, I think, rounded out by explaining kind of the importance and the uniqueness of this particular election, uh, given a lot of our energy, attention, gravity, credibility to these black women that are running for these positions. What does that what does that mean for y'all? Man, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go first. Mine is simple. <laughs> mine mine's simple. Mine is simple. What is it? Few, few sentences, you feel me? Go ahead. They say insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. Expecting we gave y'all a nice little Expecting a different result. Brief historical analysis about how everybody that always make decisions in power in politics has usually been old white men. So we're going to do something different this time. Yeah. We're going to let black women, you know what I'm saying? And Sandy's doing the same thing over and over and over again. Let's do something different. All right. So check this out. You feel me? That's cool. Right? Like, we do need to do something different. Like, especially watching that Brett Kavanaugh mess and just white men, like, protecting another white. You know what I mean? It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was what it was, right? Um, But this is the thing. It's more strategic to elect black women. The reason why is, at the end of the day, who is going to galvanize voters? You know what I mean? Who do people want to get behind? Who look like them? You know what I'm saying? Who reflect them? And on top of that, these Republicans just made themselves look like fools with how they handled the the uh, Dr. Sonya Ford. Uh, her name is Sonya Ford, right? Uh, no, her name is Christine Blasey Ford. Dr. Christine, Christine Blasey Ford. Ford. Who is this? Like, Sonia Mayor? Uh, no, 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 no. no. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of something. I don't know who I was thinking about. Who knows? But uh, Dr. Ford, right? right? Right. Dr. Ford. She, uh, the way that they handled her, they couldn't even talk to her. Yeah. Right? They hired somebody to talk for them so they wouldn't say anything dumb and it still looked bad on them. Yeah. So women are mad as well as they should be. And and, and since women are since women are frustrated because you got a president who's vulgar, who's harsh, who's sexist, misogynist, and all the... And just and, generally and, problematic. And especially towards women, you know what I'm saying, to everybody, but especially towards women, you have a, a, a demographic that's just like, enough is enough. You know what, and the thing, unique thing about that demographic is I think black women, just generally, I think it's time to jump behind them materially because we saw statistically and substantively when it, which group? took the biggest stand against Donald Trump in the election. Which demographic? It was black women. Black women. Black. Just, just overwhelmingly voted, I think, in the 90th percentile yeah. against Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, black women be knowing. Yeah. And so it's time to get behind them in, like I said, more material ways, like them now occupying those same seats, right, that are the trajectory to the White House, that are the connecting link that makes the White House powerful, right, that starts to be in a position to legitimize or delegitimize from in a closer, at least, perspective, what happens in our connection to the presidency and what that means for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we be knowing. My nigga, jump, get on board. Yo, black- what they say? Get on board, uh, get left behind, and get ran over? Right, 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 right. And let's also remember, black women 
made history in Alabama mm -hmm. when they got uh, Roy Moore up out of there. Up out of there. Up out of there. Right? Out like, of that, that was black women made a made a huge difference historically. You know what I mean? So it's like, they're going to do it again. They're going to do it again. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. Shout out to Ayanna Presley. You know what I'm saying? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, Ilhan Omar in, um, in in Minnesota. Right on. Right? She, uh, uh, a Somali-American uh, Muslim woman, you know, who, who's trying to take uh, Keith Ellison's seat. So, you know, it's... Hey, they out here, and, and I'm for it, you feel me? And if we're going to win, that's what we got to put in the position to win, straight right on, up. Right on. All right, last, last question. Last, last question, and then I'm going to really go ahead. We're just going to dip off out of here at the top of But I got to know, we're talking about uh, electing all these people for now, but what about later? Y'all going to run for something, yes or no, why or why not? I'm definitely going to run for Would office. Would you run for office? I'm definitely going to run for office. Really? Yeah, I'm definitely going to run for office. I mean, because it's like, listen, it's, it's it, I mean, I, I, I got, I, I, I know the game. You feel me? And it's 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 a lit. It's a lit. They don't want us to think that we have, we can play the game. And shit, I didn't I didn't broke the code. So <laughs> this year, you are after all the political plug. Yes. What about you, George? What about you, George? What you gonna do? I mean, I don't see it happening no time soon. But I definitely got the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the mentality that uh, I got the, the the awareness politically, socially, and economically to be able to do something in politics and to be able to connect to the people that usually kind of always get left behind. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, I feel like I'll be able to mobilize some people one way or another and do something, you know what I'm saying, when I decide that it's time for me to, you know, jump in politics. So, you know, one day you'll see George B. Jr. on your ballot, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but that, it'll, be a, it, it'll be a lot later than Dominique Baker. I'm saying so. Fair. I'm sure. Fair. I'm I don't sure. know. I think it's weird. I can see myself if ever. I always said because I mean, growing up, especially y'all know we debated or whatever. And I know in college, you know, even though we you didn't start doing until college, niggas always got the question: You gonna run for something? What you gonna? Mm -hmm. You I know you gonna be a, a politician or somebody. Like it's disgusting the way that we know the you know the background of what it means, what you have to sell, what you have to compromise. What Dominique was saying in terms is just like it not being about the being having being the most. Uh, 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 ethical being that you can be. It's about being strategic, about pressing agendas, right? About moving and throwing your weight around to kind of get certain stuff pushed through into blocking, mm -hmm. you know, do certain things by a lot of means necessary. I won't mm -hmm. say by any means, but by a lot of means necessary. Mm -hmm. So that being said, like, I kind of am really turned off by a process because I don't want to be in the positions where it's like, do I got to save my soul to, you know, to secure a future for me and my family? Like, I just don't want to make those types of decisions. But Man, nobody gonna sell their soul. I wouldn't, I mean, but in some ways, I mean, not sell your soul. That's, you know what I'm saying, some hyperbolic language. But I mean, just, you know, walk back values that you have and, you know, to align yourself with people who will believe what you believe in and not have room for that. But I disagree here, space, because, you know, you got to stay in tune with what you, your supporters and what other people who are like minded like you think. Like, you do have to have allegiances in order to have success. Yeah. And so you gotta have to you have fidelity to stuff that you might not otherwise this time like this I know usually I think this way but this time I gotta sit one out. You you gotta you might I can't do that. Yeah. And so not being able to make those types of decisions kinda worries me because I wanna, you know, have a principle oriented approach to what I'm doing. That being said, if I ran for anything, it would be like I would be like Cool with being like a mayor, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> hands on, close yeah, yeah. politics, talking local, to the people, city local. hall. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, really, and I think 
you know, growing up in Kansas City, and I think we had, during our lifetime, kind of being kids, we had, what, Mayor K. Barnes, we had, of course, Emmanuel Cleaver, we Man. had Mayor Funkhauser, whose son I graduated with, <laughs> and then we turned around and had Sly James, and I think that's about the, the, the time span of mayors that we had, but we knew who the mayors were, like, yeah. they threw Christmas parties, and my mama's, you know, part of the team that uh, that does the planning for Sly's Rock the Block block party every summer where they give out different resources. And yeah. So it's a whole lot of just hands-on stuff that is happening and that transforms communities that I think, you know, relationships with the police force and relationships with the school district and relationships with, you know, the utility companies and all that stuff is interesting to me. And I'd rather be, you know, directly hands-on, on the ground part of something like that than maybe something, a higher office like a governor or a senator or a representative. I want to pull up to, to City Hall downtown, like, what it do? That's what, we, what we doing today? And and to and end it for real, you know what I'm saying, to wrap it up, I, I think what, what people really need to take from this conversation is that the time is now. Yeah. Like, nobody trusts Congress. Nobody trusts their politician. Nobody trusts their political party. So why not replace them? You feel me? Get Let's get them on up out of there. So, you know, vote, people. I mean, that's my stance. And, I mean, even if it ain't immediately impacting your day-to-day, these things have a tendency to linger on and have influences years down the line. Maybe four years, maybe six years, maybe eight years. But like I said, we got to start blocking people out of getting these higher offices right now. Don't let them on your school board. Don't let them be your mayor. Don't let them be no city council person or over a district or a ward or whatever you got in your city. Don't let them go and be a sheriff or a representative or nothing. Don't touch... Nothing. You have zero power. You are a private citizen. You know the next time I want to hear you when you do what I can do, which is vote. Cash your ballot <laughs> right, and go right, sit right, down right, somewhere. Right, 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 like, right. we got the ability to say that. Yep. Equalize the playing field by getting in the game early. You know what I'm saying? These fourth quarter victories where we all panicked and stuff, and when 2020 comes, like, what are we going to do? We have the ability to shape the direction of that right now. Yep. So, yeah. get out there yeah. and handle yeah. your business, and when it comes to casting and ballots, chop it up. Yeah. Start having yeah. conversations. Stay connected. And I guess I'll be, the, I guess I'll be a nigga that, you know what I'm saying, kind of show a little bit of a voice to the alternative side, you feel me? And if you still ain't sold on vote, you know what I'm saying, you still feel like you ain't, you ain't going to do it this go around, I still encourage you to still be critical of what you are doing. I hope you're doing some grassroots movement, some neighborhood development, some community organizing. Some mentorship, something. Some some, some mentoring. Big brother, big sisters. (laughs) Trying trying to create some jobs for black people, you feel me? Or for for, for, for oppressed people, you know what I'm saying? Do something, you feel me? Don't just be criticizing. Just criticizing the system is not revolutionary. You know what I'm saying? Just, you feel me, sitting around and pointing out all the historical errors with, you know what I mean, the electoral college or the process of voting, that shit ain't revolutionary either, you feel me? You gotta do something, you feel me? So the question is, if you ain't gonna vote, what is you gonna do? Exactly. Hey, cliches are cliches for a reason. Listen, be the change. Period, point blanket. On that note, that's it. We done wrapped it up. We done said all we gotta say. You already know what it's been. It's Toya G. Who else we got? It's the political yeah. plug. George Lee, a.k.a. Consciously. Follow me. Hey. Absolutely. On your line. Listen, we coming back again. This won't be the last time. This is the beginning of a beautiful relationship, a beautiful conversation, and the beautiful approach to chopping it up. Listen to the next episode. Make sure y'all follow all of the music and all the accounts you've heard on this episode. We make sure we follow you back. Stay connected with us. We're going to hold you down. Until next time, this is The Chopper. We out. Yeah. This is the chop up, this is the chop up, and no one can do it live. My name is Cam G, the coolest.
allowed me to do the honor I'm with my sister Toya G and she's straight out of KC Moved to the west coast but still gon' keep it G We got together to give the people something that's free The chop up should come off organically Cause on the mic, on the phone, we gon' have these conversations anyway And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media And you can chop up any day cause you can stream us in any place And didn't I say I was Cam G the coolest? Had to reel you in if you never knew us Straight from Dallas, Texas, making OG maneuvers And this is a recording where no one can do it lava This is the chop up This is the chop up With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine But we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.